I'm Yvette Mayer and this is the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I'm a corporate dropout with a 30-year background in marketing and advertising who, after a breast cancer-style wake-up call, realized I felt stuck and drained and longed to feel lit up and liberated. Forward to today and I am living that reality. I'm an online intuitive business coach with a multi-six-figure business living as a digital nomad and supporting my clients, my students and you to grow online businesses that are profitable, scalable and impact driven. If you're ready to feel lit up and liberated as you claim your place as a digital CEO, you're in the right place. Let's dive in. Hello, hello, beautiful listeners. Thank you for joining me this week. I am so thrilled to have you here. If you're new, big hello. Welcome, welcome, welcome. This week, I am coming to you from, love to give you a little life update. I'm coming to you from the granny flat at the South Coast house that I live in now uh, because I am very keenly going through the property and updating things and it's like as soon as I do one thing it reveals another thing that I think really needs doing so the way this has gone for me to date is I started off by doing small things like replacing the wooden knobs on the kitchen cabinets with gold ones which for the record massive upgrade looks so great for the small investment that that cost uh, then I started doing other things like floor tiles, uh, just stick on ones from Bunnings, bit of a DIY job. It is a holiday house after all, not meant to be my, uh, primary property. Uh, then I moved all the furniture with me back. Um, not all the furniture, but a few bits and pieces from my own home and that took it up another level only to really decide that the house needed painting, like massively needed painting. And so I initially got some help from Airtasker if you're in Australia. I think that's the same as TaskRabbit in the US. Uh, but basically I got some local help to come and paint the inside of the granny flat. We have a gorgeous little granny flat, which was a bit tired and then once that was done, I'm like, oh, I really want the house done too. And it hasn't been painted, I don't think, for 14, 15 years. I love how specific I'm being when I actually don't know. But before we bought the house, so I know it was at least 14 years ago, and now uh, it's about 90% done, but it has meant that I have moved myself from the house itself into the granny flat over the last 10 days. And I'm so grateful that I've done a bit of, I've put a bit of effort in outside of the painting to make this granny flat more comfortable because it's become my home. Short term, I have to say, I am absolutely desperate. I'm so desperate to get back into the house. Uh, I know I've talked about this before, but the house has incredible views and I work at the dining table in the house, which looks over at the water. The granny flat has no view. The granny flat has small windows and it's actually perfectly fine, but I'm missing the comforts of being in the house and my own bed and all of those things. So that's what's happening in my world, digital nomad slash hanging out at home base of the New South Wales South Coast. Uh, 
but it's been fun. I actually really love home decorating and the whole process is almost what I would call an obsession, almost an obsession. Bunnings is my favourite store in the world. Who knew that I would love hardware shopping so much? I feel that I have withdrawals right now. It's been about four days. So I'm I'm going to go tonight. There's a couple of things I need. <laughs> anyway, today's episode is not about the adventures of me updating this house. It is about pricing. And this is a topic that's on my mind because this week I've spoken to multiple, I think three clients in one-on-one calls that were, well, I don't want to use the word struggling with pricing, but potentially playing too small is how I would put it. And this is such a rite of passage and always something that we're going to find more confronting or more challenging, especially when we're selling ourself and our personal value. So I'm talking about from a coaching perspective or a service provider, um, teaching, mentoring, all of those things that they're not price controlled necessarily and they are very incumbent on you as the business owner to set and you know, it's true, and I, and I will always maintain this, that there's a lot more to pricing than we realise. And for starters, it's absolutely part of your marketing. It is part of your marketing strategy, how you position yourself pricing-wise in the marketplace. It has an impact on your potential clients and customers and not how you think. They are not simply evaluating your price based on what they can afford and what they think other people pay, uh, sorry, uh, other people are charging. They are also attaching a perception to, as to what the price that you're putting forward means. And therefore, you do need to think about this strategically. So you may think, I'm brand new at this. I don't have the runs on the board or the credibility and go in super low only to struggle to attract clients and then wonder why. Now think about this from the other side. If you're looking to work and partner with somebody and you are drawn to a particular individual and yeah, that maybe they're newer, but you know they're further along than you are and that they have expertise, capability that you don't have. But when you go to have a conversation about their proposal, they come in at a price that's well below what you consider to be aligned with what you would pay for it or what you think that others are charging for that. So think about what you'd think, right? So you're thinking, okay, okay, I need, I'm just going to go with coaching because it's what I know the best. I need a business coach and I know that the high end for business coaching is thousands of dollars a month. Now, I'm not ready for that. I want to go with somebody who's a little bit closer to where I am in 
their journey, so maybe a couple of years ahead of me. And I think that in that way, I will get their recent experience as well as a more accessible price for where I'm at. And so you think, okay, well, I think I could stretch to $1,200 a month. And look, I'm just pulling these numbers out. I think I could stretch to $1,200 a month. And I'm really attracted to this person who I've seen on social media. And therefore, I'm going to book a discovery call. And hopefully, I'm not wrong. Hopefully, it's not going to be more than that. And I can absolutely move forward with this. Then you get on the call. And the person on the other side does not know, has no understanding at all of what's inside of your thought process and comes back to you with an offer of a $500 a month package. How do you feel? Do you feel excited? Or do you worry that they're actually not the right person for you, uh, that they're not experienced enough or even that they lack confidence and credibility being priced at that low level. It's a really important thing to think about. And I've worked with so many clients over the years that when I've gone through this particular line of thinking have had a light bulb moment and appreciated that they're actually doing themselves no favors by going out with bottom of the barrel pricing thinking that it's going to gain them business and that in some instances it's actually putting people off. And I've had this this actually play out in my business where when I was considering getting my branding done a few, no, 18 months ago, I was going to say a few years ago, time flies, and I was working with a beautiful client and peer and friend of mine who was also also going through setting up her own packages. And when she kind of talked to me through what she was thinking of charging for her branding, you know, what that would include and the, the price that she was putting on it, I got a little bit frightened because I knew it to be only a tenth of what another uh, peer of mine who had a similar business was offering and it actually made me want to it made me want to work with the alternative at the 10 by price not that I was going to but psychologically it created this desire in me to have the best in the market and my internal subconscious belief system is geared probably like yours that if something is 10 times the price then it's going to be 10 times as good and it's not you know an exact science it's not like for like but you would expect a much greater level of well professionalism uh options maybe like the number of in this instance, a number of different um, proposals put in front of me, that sort of things. Like you'd, you'd really want there to be, or you would expect there, not want, you would expect there to be a big difference. 
And look, in that instance, this was a process that I was in on purpose. I was definitely going in this direction to get my branding done, but it was such the perfect example to talk you through. And I think I've done this on the podcast before. So sorry if you've been around long-term, if you haven't um, heard me go through this example before, or if you have, and this has been repeated, it was such a light bulb moment. And I actually think uh, it is the perfect It is the perfect case study of how going out to market, feeling a little bit nervous or like you're in a vulnerable position and you need to get runs on the board and so you go well below the market can actually be a deterrent. So strategy, right? Strategy says don't price based on your feelings. Strategy says, understand the market, but more than that, understand your worth. And I'm not talking about have you done this specific uh, type of package container work before and you have like a thousand testimonials. That's not what I'm referring to when I say worth. Like that's like saying to me that when I got started as a coach that I was going to be pricing at the bottom of the market because I was brand new as a coach where I inherently felt solid in my worth because I'd worked for 30 years in a corporate environment and in that process my personal value and even what I considered to be my my kind of hourly rate was already very, very high and going into a coaching relationship, I I just would never have discounted all of the experience, the years of mentoring with uh, my team and mentoring clients and other, like I've actually been a, a formal mentor for, for many incredible humans over the years before I started coaching. So discounting that and starting at the bottom of the ladder because I'm a new coach wouldn't have made any sense. And yet this is this is what I see people out there doing, discounting all of their inherent experience, their talents, their skills, their gifts, and letting fear get in the way of setting up a business model that is actually going to work for them. Because that's the other risk. You go into business uh, and you price at the low end of the market thinking I just need to start here and build up and pretty quickly you figure out that you can't afford your life and therefore the business isn't working. (sighs) Heavy, right? Like if I had started at half what I did start at in terms of my coaching packages, like I would have disappeared. I wouldn't have survived it. And I don't want that for you either. I want you to actually be more uh, embodying your true value and worth from day one, to be unafraid and unapologetic of increasing your pricing as your experience grows and claiming your space as a leader in your field regardless, regardless of what it looks like on paper. Okay. Are you with me? I feel like you're with me. Now, how then do we price? Look, there's there's lots of ways in 
on this. But I wanted to run you through what I think is a really clear way for you to get to a place that works for you rather than works for other people. And before I go on, you will never know what somebody else is thinking in terms of what expensive and what cheap looks like. The reality is every single one of us has had our own experience with money and we've grown up in an environment with incredibly different scenarios, uh, different belief systems in being shared from our parents, uh, a wide variety of generational kind of passed through contexts around money. So we do not know and we can't know what the person that we're in dialogue with thinks about what something should cost. So it is not a good place to start. What do I think someone will pay? Because you don't know. You don't know. Yes, you can do a little bit of uh, interrogating of the market, but even then, not not all of the options in market will be public. You won't you won't really know. You'll know to a degree, but you won't have the full intelligence of the marketplace pricing. So here's a different way to think about it. So what if instead you started with how much you need to not just survive but thrive in your life and in your business? So let's do this from a single product perspective first and then we'll get into a stack of products. So imagine this. You are bringing out a new product and you have high expectations for it to optimize your business model towards more profit. You've created this product, you're very proud of it, you're excited about it, and you're thinking, right, now, how am I going to price this? So the first thing I suggest you do is shift that to how much revenue do I want this to generate in my business per month or or per annum, depending on the type of product you have. Start there. So when when you're at that point, then look at it and kind of do the back end math to work out. Okay, so for example, if I sold, if I have a goal, let's just make up a goal. I have a goal of $10,000 from this product. How many products do I need to sell at what price to give, give me that $10,000? So if I was selling my product for $100, I would need to make 100 sales. If I was selling it at $1,000, I'd need to make 10 sales. And if I sold this product for $5,000, I'd need to make two sales. Now you have some data to really consider because you already have a feeling, an intuition around the price point and also about the demand in the market. So that will give you your first insight into how you're going to price this. From there, Instead of thinking, well, what would people pay for this product? I want you to consider what is the value of the transformation that this is going to bring to my clients or customers' lives? What's the value in the transformation? Who are they going to be before they invest in this? What are their challenges going to be? What are they coming up against? What do they desire? Then 
appreciating the value that you offer when they have been through the process of working with you, at the end of that experience, what will have changed? How will they feel now? What will they have resolved? What desires will be met? What problems will have been laid to rest? Anchor in on that. Then have a think about this. How is this transformation in them going to have a ripple effect on the people that they love, the people in their life around them? And I called this out because this has absolutely given me so much uh, joy and happiness and, you know, they kind of mean the same thing, but I, I wanted to really share in the heart expansion that I feel when I'm working with someone, whether that's in a life coaching, which I used to do a lot of, or a business coaching context, and in that experience they move through personal challenges, blocks, whatever that looks like, and they come out the other side not just doing better in their life or their business but actually behaving differently and then that behavior is felt. It's felt by their loved ones, their children. It's felt in how they show up in different parts of their life. That ripple is worth so much. And so when you consider this, when you think about the transformation and the ripple effect of the transformation, and even put yourself into that scenario, like what would that be worth to me, then you're getting towards, okay, this is the kind of territory for me to price this at. Make sense? I hope so. Now, now that you're at this place of, you're probably feeling this is, this is, uh, this is big. This like what I'm thinking this is worth is actually now a lot more than I realized and there'll be some fear coming up. So what I want you to do at this point is really have a look at what you can offer in that particular container. So what are they going to get in terms of time with you, uh, extra resources from you, maybe it's video resources, maybe it's access, like what are all of the things that you can provide uh, that will kind of beef up that particular container value-wise. What else have you got? Because you will have all these resources that you hadn't really considered. Maybe you're already intending to give them, but what I want you to do is start thinking of them as a formal part of your offer. And that could be like, um, it could be an introduction call, it could be a follow-up, it could be templates, it could be project management tools, maybe it's audits and reviews of things that they're already doing like copy or Instagram grids and so many other things. If you're a teacher, it could be reviewing some of their work, like all the things, right? There are so many different things that you are doing that potentially you're not valuing in how you set up your offers right now. That's the process I want you to go through now. So what, whatever is kind of like the, the go-to expectation that you were going to put into this particular container where you're going to make the $10,000, look at that at an individual level. So to buy one, what does the person receive? And 
max it out. Like what else can you add in that doesn't feel heavy, that feels like potentially it was already there but you weren't going to call it out or it's additional resources that you have easy access to that will just help you feel like, oh, my goodness, they are getting so much. They're getting so much value and the transformation and I'd be lucky to buy it at this price. That, my friends, is how you create fantastic, aligned, feel-good pricing in your business. Now, we've just talked about a single product and I know you're thinking, how do I do this for my entire business? Like, How do I price all of my services and my products in a way that delivers to me what I really want to desire, want, need to make uh, for what keeps the lights on versus that would be good and, of course, the holy moly, that is my stretch dream. So if you could then take the next step, what I'd get you to do is actually have a look at all of the products you have in the mix. And when I say products, I mean one-on-one versus group. If you're in coaching or mentoring, but depending on the sphere that you're operating on, you will understand this better than I can communicate here in this conversation. Write down all of the different ways that you sell. What do those packages look like? Then I want you to have a think about, okay, over a year, what percentage of my revenue ideally would I like to come from each of these different products? Then you're going to get to an amount of money per product per year that is your target. And you can do this at the keep the lights on, good, amazing level if you like. From there, what you're going to do is go through and say, okay, how many of these at, at each level of pricing do I need to be selling based on the exercise we just went through? So you're going to go through this process with each of them so that you get to a point where you have an incredibly robust pricing model and business model that sets you up for absolute abundance and scalability. That is what I want for you. I also want you to know that you are worth all that you desire. You are worthy, my friend. So often I work with clients that discount their experience, that play small out of fear, and it's not doing them any favors. It's not. And I don't want you to sit in that place of pricing out of fear. Be brave, be bold, hold your value, like hold the confidence in your value so that when you show up and you're in things like proposal conversations, negotiations, discovery calls, that you proudly outline your offers and you never say, but, but, but at the end, like this is it, full stop. I hope you've gotten a lot out of this one and that I've expanded your thinking somewhat and given you even some more practical tools to take you on this journey towards pricing, not just for transformation, but for you to have an abundant and lit up and liberated life. Let me know if you have any questions, always jump over into Instagram, into my DM. I'm here for you. I'm here for it. 
I have loved having this conversation about money with you and I look forward to being back in your ears sometime soon. Have an awesome day. Bye. Thanks so much for tuning in to this episode of the Lit Up and Liberated Entrepreneur Podcast. I truly appreciate you being here. And if you appreciate me, why not jump on into iTunes and leave me a review? Five star would be nice. Share it on social media. I can't wait to get to know you. Jump into my DM on the gram anytime at Mayer underscore. Other than that, there's a boatload of info in the show notes. I can't wait to be back in your ears soon. Bye for now.